You're listening to the Our Pets Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alex. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you all about something called cherry picking. Now, this is part of my Evidence Matters series that I've been doing, where I'm trying to give you information to help you research things more efficiently, more effectively when you're looking up things in Google, when you're on forums, understanding how to interpret data, just so that you can make better decisions so that you know whether you can um, trust what you're reading, whether somebody is maybe more confident than they should be with the knowledge that they're imparting, that kind of thing, just so that you're able to, to find really the right answers to the questions you're looking at. But if you've not listened to this podcast before, then please make sure you subscribe just to make sure that you don't miss out on all my future episodes um, where I I'm all about helping you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. So definitely subscribe if, if that's something you're interested in. And if you've listened before, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a review over on iTunes. It helps so much more than you can imagine with uh, other people discovering this podcast. So yeah, I'd really appreciate it. If you could just tweet me as well at our pets health uh, to let me know that you've done that, then, you know, I'd really love to, to thank you personally. So now that's out of the way. Let's get on with the show. How do you research something on the internet? Do you start with an open mind or do you set out to try and prove that what you believe is the truth about a subject? What you type into Google will give you a clue as well as what you do with the results once they appear. If you are in fact cherry picking evidence, then there is a pretty good chance that your conclusions may be completely wrong. Let me explain. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex from ourpetshealth.com, helping you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life, and welcome to another Evidence Matters video. Now, if you've spent any time online, you'll have seen plenty of people cry, do your research. Well, research is all well and good, but only if you're doing it properly. And this plea is normally made by someone with alternative views, and I bet in most cases they're serial cherry pickers. So let's start with the Wikipedia definition of cherry picking. It goes, cherry picking, suppressing evidence, or the fallacy of incomplete evidence, is the act of pointing to individual cases or data that seems to confirm a particular position while ignoring a significant proportion or related cases or data that may contradict that position. So let me explain what this means with an example using my old friend homeopathy. Let's say you come from a family that strongly believes in homeopathy, but you want to research if it really works or not. Chances are you will go into your research with the starting opinion that homeopathy does work, even if this belief is a subconscious one. The worst thing you could Google would be, what is the evidence homeopathy works, and leave it at that. So looking at the first page of Google, you'll find that four of the results are proclaiming the wonder of homeopathic treatment and homeopathy in general, and making bold claims about how effective it is. One result sits on the fence, and the other four results on the first page claim that homeopathy is completely ineffective. Now, if you're a believer looking at these results, in all likelihood, you will just click on the four results that support your view. You might follow any links they contain. You'll make copious notes proving what you already believed and claim with satisfaction that your own independent research confirms homeopathy is the best thing since sliced bread. What you will have done is cherry pick the evidence that supports your view and completely disregarded any evidence that suggested otherwise. 
Now, of course, if all you did was read the evidence that proves homeopathy doesn't work, you'd be doing exactly the same thing. You'd be cherry picking the evidence that you wanted to believe. Now, if you read all the results and then Googled, what is the evidence homeopathy doesn't work? You'd be doing a much better job because you'd be trying to find evidence both for and against to allow you to try and form an overall opinion. You'd then read all about the systematic reviews of all the evidence and see the many institutions that have all drawn the same conclusion. Now, in all likelihood, you'd come to the same opinion. So in reality, you can find evidence for anything that you can imagine. And this evidence may be nothing more than stories, opinion or anecdote. And I discuss in a future video why this isn't really evidence at all. But if it supports your viewpoint and is the only thing you look at, then it will just do nothing but confirm your beliefs. So just for example, take the belief that the earth is flat. If your research simply meant that you read evidence on the page from the Flat Earth Society, then what do you think would happen? you do nothing more but reinforce your belief and that is not research. Remember as well that cherry picking isn't always done consciously, so it isn't always as obvious as these examples. Making a conscious decision though to avoid cherry picking is very important whenever you're doing any research, but when you're, especially when you're researching particular ideas or treatments. And remember that evidence can be found and quoted to support almost every opinion. So another category of cherry picking that to be aware of and that I'd like to discuss is that done by manufacturers of whichever drug or supplement that you might be researching. So most products will often make bold claims like proven to result in a 59% faster cure rate. If you actually look at where this data comes from though, the actual conclusions may be very different. Equally, they may just have picked data from the one study that showed a positive result and completely ignored the majority that failed to demonstrate any benefit. The actual publishing of research studies is another area where there's the potential for cherry picking. So running studies that are conducted in a way so as to be able to draw firm conclusions does take a lot of money. And as a result, drug companies will often be the ones funding studies into their drugs. It is quite possible then that they will only publish the studies which show the best results, leaving those with less enthusiastic outcomes unpublished and unseen. Now that's not to say that the positive studies that have been carried out have been done incorrectly or that all pharmaceutical studies should be ignored. Absolutely not. But the overall body of evidence may be subject to bias as a result of cherry picking which studies to publish. So a really good book that discusses this issue and more about the pharmaceutical industry in more detail is the very readable Bad Pharma. And while you're at it, it'd be a good idea to pick up Bad Science as well by the same author, which goes through a lot of the ideas that I'm discussing in my Evidence Matters series that are really key to evidence-based veterinary medicine, but also human medicine and will stand you in good stead for researching topics in the future. So cherry picking is just one way to misinterpret evidence. Make sure you know all about the placebo effect in pets, as well as reduction to the mean, which I've discussed in previous videos. And make sure you subscribe to, make sure, to be sure that you don't miss out on future videos all about helping you make informed decisions so that you and your pets can live healthier, happier lives. And until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health, because they're family. So I hope that gave you something to, to think about, gave you a few tips on how you can go about researching, whatever it is you're researching. And obviously this doesn't just bear in mind with looking up um, topics about your pet's health or how you're going to look after them. It, it applies to, to absolutely everything, whether you're looking at your own health, so your own medical conditions, whether you're trying to do some DIY, you know, anything really. 
it's important to be able to interpret what's good, what's trustworthy, and what information maybe you should take with a pinch of salt um, or is actually against the bulk of the general advice out there. So definitely something to think about. If you've not checked out my other Evidence Matters podcast episodes, then make sure you go back into the back cat- uh, catalogue. There'll be, or oh, I don't have the episodes um, to hand, but over the last kind of 10 or 20 episodes, there'll be a fair few there. So that's something to check out if you've not. Kind of talk about things like um, the placebo effect in animals and whether that's a real thing, um, what regression to the mean is. Discuss kind of holistic veterinary care and how that compares and is it better than conventional veterinary care um you know so all that kind of thing so make sure you check out those episodes if you've not heard before also um if you head over to the show notes and the link is in the description um for this podcast episode if you head over to the show notes then that'll just go um give you some links to those books that i was talking about and i would definitely recommend them um they're by um a medical doctor called ben goldacre i think that's his surname um but anyway he's he's very readable very informative and and yeah they're great um entertainment but they're also very interesting and relevant books so definitely recommend you pick those up if you've got any questions then please just let me know if you've got a couple of minutes please leave me a review and until next time take care